Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smuin, your host, and I have the lovely and talented Angie with me again as a co-host. Hi everyone, it's so good to be here. We are excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. This is episode 26, and we are continuing our series on honoring God. Today, we're focusing on honoring God through our actions. Fred is one of those guys that everyone likes. He's fun to be around, but he keeps everything at a surface level. He never wants to talk about things that are deep and meaningful. This is especially true when it comes to God. He says that his relationship with God is private. Fred says he believes in Jesus, but if you try to talk to him about the Lord, he gets upset. Fred believes that his relationship with God is a private issue and that people shouldn't talk about things like that. I've wondered if Fred's relationship with the Lord is so private that the Lord doesn't know about it. Fred's life is okay, but he struggles to find meaning and purpose. His relationships are mostly shallow. He tries hard to hide his frustration with life, but I know it's just under the surface. Sue is carefree and fun to be around. She has a lot of friends and makes people feel accepted no matter who they are. However, Sue's life is really all about her. What she wants, what she thinks she needs at the moment is the most important thing to her. She's been to church, around church, or around Christians long enough to know the story. She knows about Adam and Eve. She knows about Moses and the prophets. She knows that Jesus died for her, and she thinks that's great. She says she believes in the Lord and that she's a Christian when you ask. However, most of the people that she hangs with would not describe her as a Christian. Then there's Sam. Sam is one of those people who knows everything about the Bible and religion. He has been trained in religious doctrine and tradition. He can tell you what you should be doing and why you're not doing it good enough. Sam has the best of intentions, but there's something missing. His relationship is about keeping the rules, and he would be more than happy for you to keep the rules as well. Unfortunately, Sam just doesn't understand relationship, and when you try to talk to him, he shuts you out with his knowledge of the rules and tradition. On the outside, it looks like Sam is doing all the right things, but be careful, there's another side to Sam. These three people have two significant things in common. They all claim to be Christians, but their actions do not glorify or honor God. This is the third week in our series on honoring God, and I want to talk about honoring God through our actions. This is very unpopular with people like Sue, Fred, and Sam. They don't want to hear that how they live their lives does matter to God. Listen to Exodus chapter 20, verse 7. And many of you will recognize this is the second commandment. The King James reads this way. 
Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. Some people think this commandment is talking about swearing. And while I don't think it's good to swear, this passage is talking about something much more than swearing. It's talking about how we represent God. This is a little sidetrack, but do you know what his name is? I mean, we always refer to him as God, but did you know he had a name? The King James, like many Bibles say, the Lord thy God. The word Lord is usually all in capital, and it's referring to the name God revealed to Moses in Exodus 3.15. The name is Jehovah. This is a great study, and we'll probably come back to it in the near future in an episode and just do a whole episode on that, because some people believe that this commandment is about misrepresenting his actual name. So whether it's how we misrepresent him in general or misrepresenting his name, it's important that we think and understand this commandment is more than swearing. Let's consider a couple of things in this episode. We should show forth God's glory and represent him to all of creation. We should rule over the creation and interact with each other the same way the Creator would. We should be able to see God's character and attributes by looking at each other. My, how far we've fallen, because most of the people around us do not represent the character and nature and attributes of God. A sinful man no longer accurately represents God, and rather than honoring him with their lives, they dishonor him by the way they treat each other and his creation. The sad reality is that if you are still in bondage to sin, you cannot honor or please God. Check out what Romans 8, 5 through 8 says. Angie, why don't you read that for us? For those who are according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who are according to the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. Because the mind set on the flesh is hostile toward God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not even able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. The first step to honoring God is to enter a relationship with Him. If you have never truly submitted your life or your heart to Jesus, please give me a call or send me a a message or email or somehow contact me because I would love to help you with this important step. For those of us who have accepted Jesus or claim to be Christians, we are able and obligated to accurately represent God by how we live our lives. Okay, so Angie's going to come back and read to us Romans 8, 9 through 17. Don't you love her reading? I do. However, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, but if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. And if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. 
But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who indwells you. So then, brethren, we are under obligation not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, in order that we may also be glorified with him. There's far more to being a Christian than saying a prayer or attending church service. Being a Christian is a transformational process in which we grow closer to God and become more like him. The passage we just read talks about the Holy Spirit living in us and empowering us to live in such a way that we bring honor to God. Did you know that God has designed and empowered you to do specific things in your life? He has. Your life has purpose and meaning that you may not have discovered yet. Listen to these passages as Angie reads them in the NASB. First, we're going to read Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, and then she's going to read Romans 12, 1 and 2. Got this, Ange? Absolutely. I've got this. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as a result of works that no one should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And this one's one of my favorites. Romans 12, 1 through 2. I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God. And this one's one of my favorites. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed with this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Did you notice that both of these passages talk about how you live and God's will or plan for your life? My point is this. It's really simple. If you want to find meaning and purpose in your life, you need to live a life that honors God. Some people live like hell and then are upset at God because he isn't blessing them or giving them what they think he should. That's just simply not how it works. We must honor God through our actions if we want to discover and have his best for us. God does care about how you live. He cares about how I live. He cares about what we do in our bodies and how we conduct ourselves with the creatures around us, with the earth, with everything around us, including each other. He cares because you are representing 
him. He cares because sin will put you in bondage and destroy your life. Sin will keep you from discovering all that God has planned and purposed for your life. It will keep you from the things that bring joy and fulfillment. God cares because sin will separate you from Him. His greatest desire is to have a relationship with you. I'm talking about more than salvation. I'm talking about the here and now. God wants to give you love, meaning, and purpose. He also wants to give you joy and fulfillment. And relationship is never one-sided. If we're only trying to take or receive those things from God, but we're not trying to honor Him and honor the relationship we have with Him, it's not going to work. I'm going to suggest that you do one of the hardest things in your life. It's something that I have to do. It's difficult, but we need to be honest with ourselves. Are you like Sam, who is just religious? Are you self-righteous, judgmental, or condemning? Do you just go through the religious motions, or is your life really displaying the love of God? Our actions do matter, but our actions need to be more than just keeping a set of rules. They need to be based on relationship and based in love. God wants a relationship with us. It's not just about keeping a religious rule or tradition. Are you like Sue, who's a wolf in sheep's clothing? Do you use the name of Jesus and claim to be a Christian only when it benefits you? Is your life and actions self-centered or Christ-centered? You may not realize it, but your actions may lead others astray. God wants something more for you, but you must be willing to surrender your life to find true love and meaning. You must be willing to make life about more than just what you want. It has to be about God. He has to be the center of your life. It's not that we can't have things that we want. It's that we put Christ first and allow him to bless us. Or are you like Fred? who just doesn't want to talk about it? Do you avoid learning about God or talking about the things of God? You will never discover how much love and joy the Lord has for you until you step forward and live for Him. And that includes talking about Him. It includes fellowship with other people and sharing what He's doing in your heart and life and listening to what they share with you. How we live our lives really does matter. Don't you think so, Angie? Absolutely. I think it really does matter. I think it matters to God because he wants us to represent him. He wants us to honor him in every aspect of our daily life, whether it be work or play or just interacting with your spouse. Yeah, I think that a reflection of how we interact with the people closest to us is also a reflection of our relationship with God, and it matters to him. Yeah, I think it does. Um, Sometimes we forget that what God told us is to be holy because He is holy. So to me, that means that we can't just run around doing whatever we want and then claim to be a Christian. I'd like to ask the question, what would God think if He was right here with me while I was doing this? Wow, that could be a scary thought. Very scary. But it helps. It helps me to to really think about, you know, what am I doing in the big things and the little things? Am I honoring God? 
Yeah. And, you know, again, going back to what we covered a little bit earlier, if you're not a believer, the reality is you can keep all the religious rules you want, but you can't honor God because you don't know him. Once you become a believer, then it's an obligation. It's a responsibility that we have to live our lives in such a way that we do honor him, which means that everything we do matters to him. That's very true. All right. Well, this is a a simple message today, but I just hope that the Holy Spirit sinks it deep into your heart and that you are really living for God, living in a way that honors Him every day, every moment, everything. So God bless. Thanks for joining us. And we will be back next week and continue our series. And we'll see you then. 